The 2018 MLB draft begins in less than a month, and Oklahoma football fans will be paying closer attention to it than they might have ever imagined. The same can probably be said of rival fans in Austin and Stillwater. It's May 8th. My name is Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, an audio espresso shot of college football news to help you start the day. On June 6th, Major League Baseball commences the 2018 edition of its amateur player draft, and available for selection is Oklahoma Sooners outfielder Kyler Murray. You might know Murray better from his work at his other gig, quarterback of the football team. Back in 2015, Murray's recruitment went down to the wire between the Longhorns and Aggies, and even back then, his interest in playing baseball was a point of contention between the two schools. Murray signed with Texas A&M and eventually took over for Kyle Allen as starting quarterback during his true freshman season. But in trying to juggle Murray and Allen, Kevin Sumlin somehow ended up losing both to transfer. After sitting out in 2016, Murray served as Baker Mayfield's understudy a year ago. It seemed like 2018 was finally setting up to be Murray's coming out party on the college football field, but his baseball exploits have cast a measure of doubt on whether he'll be available for Lincoln Riley to select him. Here to help us achieve a better understanding of Kyler Murray's position in the 2018 MLB draft is 24-7 Sports National College football writer Chris Hummer. Chris, how closely are we able to pin down as of today where Kyler Murray stands in the eyes of MLB scouts? Uh, It's a really difficult distinction to make. Uh, Kyler's very difficult to judge as a scout because of how many factors that go into his decision. Um, On the field, Kyler is talented enough to be a late first, tentatory or second round pick type player. He's He's a plus athlete with a really good arm and uh, really good bat tools. But because of the fact that he has the option to continue playing football, obviously, uh, it can scare some teams away. And there's a lot of factors that kind of work in the MLB draft process that might kind of uh, prevent a team from drafting Kyler where he might want to. But right now, um, talking to uh, Teddy Cahill, baseball writer for Baseball America, their national writer, they have him pegged around like number 100 of the nation that would be around a third or fourth round prospect so basically the the thing that might potentially scare mlb teams away from taking a chance on him is they do face some financial disincentives against taking a player who might ultimately decide he doesn't want to come out in the mlb draft right now right yeah, so the MLB draft is a little different than other places. You don't have to declare if you're an underclassman. You're just automatically eligible. So if you reach the age limit or the years in college distinction like Kyler has, he can be picked by any team at any point in the draft, and he doesn't have to have pre-approval. It's not like uh, Josh Rosen leaving college year early to enter the draft. It's uh, just his name's there. But... The way the MLB draft works is there's a kind of slotted pools of bonus money. And so in the first round, for instance, a player can uh, get a bonus pick ranging from like $3 million. And then it goes down from there. Uh, A third round pick or so would be around $500,000. A late first round pick, you would get uh, $1 million just under or just over. So, um, but the way the draft works is the top 10 rounds, you have a certain allotment of bonus pool money 
that you're not allowed to go over, and if you do, you incur a serious penalty. So each pick has a slotted value that you're supposed to sign the players at. But the critical distinction is if you use a top 10 round pick on someone and they opt not to sign, you lose that bonus pool money. So if there was a $500,000 value associated with the pick and the player opted not to sign, the team would lose that $500,000 from their bonus pool. And that's a significant amount when trying to sign 50-plus prospects every year. So that's the risk when it comes to Kyler. If Kyler comes out, gets selected in the second round, opts not to sign, the team's going to lose that uh, $800,000 or so, give or take, that would have been allotted to Kyler. And that's a big risk for MLB teams. When you look at the incentives in play here, I, I don't know what, in your, in your opinion, what are the factors that might sway this decision for him one way or the other? Well, there's a couple things to consider. One, it's how much he loves both sports, and only Kyler Murray can tell you that. Uh, he's been pretty noncommittal about it, but as I understand it, his love for baseball is almost as strong, if not uh, stronger. I'm sorry. His love for baseball is strong, just like it is for football. He's always played both sports. His uncle was a professional baseball player for a long time. He's always been around the game. But second, you kind of have to consider your future in both. Uh Kyler's a five foot ten, five foot eleven quarterback on a good day. Uh, maybe he thinks that his future doesn't kind of lie in that sport, and he could potentially take the money now. But Kyler, people probably need to remember this when talking about this subject. Kyler still has two more years of eligibility left after this. He's got two more football seasons and potentially two more baseball seasons. If Kyler opted to come back to school for his junior or senior year and put on more uh, tape, either in football or baseball, he can improve his stock in both directions. So that's something to take into consideration as well. So Kyler's going to have to weigh all those factors and kind of make a decision. If you'd like to read more of Chris's analysis of Kyler Murray and his decision in the MLB draft, he wrote about it today for 247sports.com. Thanks, Chris. No problem, man. Thanks for having me on. Now that we've heard from our national expert, let's head out to Norman to hear from Joey Helmer, the editor of OU Insider. So, Joey, how much does your forecast for the 2018 season change based on what Kyler Murray decides to do here? Oh, it's significant. I think anyone that uh, has followed Oklahoma this spring knows that um, Kyler Murray is certainly the favorite to be the quarterback. Uh, I think it's a a much closer race than a lot of people anticipate, but um, obviously if he uh, decides to do something different and, and go the baseball route, uh, then uh, it's a significantly different forecast for Oklahoma heading into the fall. And uh, you look as Austin Kendall being the guy, but uh, it's a very close race uh, as it is right now between those uh, two players. And um, Kyler Murray um, started a game last year against West Virginia and directed a uh, touchdown uh, drive on the opening drive of the, the, the contest. But yeah, there, there's no doubt. Um, that if you throw in that variable with the baseball route, that uh, it significantly changes things. So how different are Kyler Murray and Austin Kendall as players, or are they pretty close to a like-for-like comparison here? Well, both are very good mobile players. Uh, The offense, I think, is going to be different if it's Murray at the end of the day. I think you're going to see a lot of zone read type stuff that, uh, Lincoln Riley is going to use. Look, this is a guy that, um, and Lincoln Riley, that calls plays at, at an NFL level. And so 
um, whatever is best for both of those guys, he's going to be able to find it. And I don't think he's afraid to, to put Murray in, in situations where he's going to be running the football. Uh, as for Austin Kendall, he's certainly uh, mobile, a guy that can run the ball as well and uh, has a really strong arm. And so, uh, yeah, they're, they, they're both able to uh, run those kind of tw- uh, quick trips uh, routes that Baker Mayfield uh, has just really thrived in and, and certainly throw the ball deep as well. Have the football staff spoken at all about Murray's commitment to baseball and how they think that has or hasn't affected his ability to prepare for the 2018 football season? They don't think it's had much of a much of an impact. They've really balanced it well. Uh, I think he only missed maybe one spring practice or maybe I believe it might be he missed one baseball game. One, one way or the other, he only missed one uh, event between the two. And so they really balanced that this spring. Uh, last year it was a little bit different. Um, you had the, the Texas series, I remember specifically. He had to travel back for that. This year it was the TCU series uh, that he had to kind of hop on a plane and, and come back and forth. Um, I, I believe that might have been – that could have been the spring game weekend. It might have been the week before. I can't really remember. But, uh, yeah, it's been a much more seamless transition this year in terms of uh, how they balanced it. And um, <laughs> outside of, obviously, uh, the, how busy his schedule has been and being tired from the two, uh, they don't really think it's been that difficult to manage. If I understand correctly, MLB draftees have until July 15th to sign with an MLB team. Do you think this could be potentially dragged on that long, or do you think there's a chance that Kyler Murray could make up his mind and make some kind of public statement about it sooner? It certainly could go to that date. Um, At the end of the day, I believe, though, that uh, Murray is going to make a decision to stick to football this year. I just think that's uh, that, that's kind of been his plan all along. Um, unless something drastic changes in terms of where he's going to go in the draft, uh, I think he's going to stay and play football. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, if he makes that decision sooner or if he does um, wait it out till the last minute. That might be where uh, the concern really starts to creep in with Sooner Nation. Joey Helmer is an editor for OU Insider. You can find him on Twitter at JoeyHelmer247. Thanks, Joey. Hey, thanks for having me on. There's a new episode of The Morning Blitz every weekday, so we'll be back in your podcast feed tomorrow morning talking to the reporters covering the biggest college football stories of the day in a tidy 10- to 15-minute package. If you enjoy what we're doing here at The Morning Blitz, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and tell a friend to check us out. Oh, and we have a Twitter now. The handle is MorningBlitz247, where we'll be tweeting links to recent episodes and the biggest college football stories of the day that don't make it onto the show.